Welcome to the Grown Woman Life Podcast. I'm Rocky Howard, your Chief Empowerment Officer. My mission is to highlight, engage, support, and educate bold, brilliant, badass, professional women over 40. If you are a grown woman, you have absolutely found your tribe. You've tuned into one of our power episodes. During the Grown Woman Life Power episodes, our guests share events and insights from their personal lives. These are the things that they use to fuel the power for living a grown woman life. To get the full Grown Woman Life experience, be sure to tune into the accompanying Grown Woman Play episode where our same guests share invaluable wisdom from their personal playbooks. I really hope you enjoy. Let's get started. Sally Martin is the Global Head of Talent Acquisition at Resource Solutions. Sally is a tenacious, trusted, and passionate leader who combines her education in communication, advertising, marketing, and media with her expert knowledge of recruitment and her curiosity for technology to create best-in-breed recruiting strategies for global organizations. She manages to do all of this while creating opportunities for women to thrive and be promoted. Hello, audience. Welcome back to the Grown Woman Podcast. I am so very excited for this episode because the person who's here with me is not only my colleague, but my friend and one of the most passionate people I know. So we're excited to have her lend some of her grown woman wisdom with us and to give us some hints and tricks on what it means to live a life of passion. So with that, I'd introduce her as the bold, brilliant, badass Sally Martin. But Sally, I'm going to kick it over to you. Will you introduce yourself to the audience? Hi, my name is Sally. I am a global head of talent acquisition at Resource Solutions. And I, the three words I would choose to describe myself is fun, uh, a bubbly, and um, I'm sometimes known as the word pushy, which I say is inverted commas. <laughs> you know what? How about we do sassy? Sassy, like sassy is good. Yeah, sassy is yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, I like sassy. Not that anyone would use any of those words to describe me, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, you know, what I'd like to do before we dig in is I'd love to give the audience a little bit of an opportunity to get to know you better. So can you tell us kind of where you're from and where you live now? Sure. Well, as you can probably tell from the accent, I'm Australian. I grew up in um, not far from actually what's called the Never Never in Australia, which is kind of a a phrase for the Australian outback. I'm not exactly in the Never Never, but I'm not far from it. Uh, I now live in London and I've lived here for the last 17 years. Um, But where I grew up, I had a lot of strong female matriarchs. Uh, My father was the only son and had five sisters and my wonderful mother and my two older sisters as well. Oh, wow. What a great example for you to get. Not many of us get that kind of female power around us. So that's that's awesome. That is really, really awesome. So with that, I'm sure you're not going to shy away from this next question at all. Will you tell our audience how old you are? Are you willing to share? Yeah, sure. I have just turned 46 in November. Wow. And she's gorgeous, ladies. I got to tell you, you would never, ever know. Do you even have a wrinkle yet? Oh, well, uh, I do have a few, but sometimes my Botox doctor sets me out with those. (laughs) It's part of being a grown woman, right? Exactly. 
I love that. So tell me, like when you were approaching 40, how did you feel when you were approaching 40? You know what? I felt great turning 40 um, because I actually organized a huge party. I had 180 people come to a party in Australia uh, and the theme was St. Tropez Chic and it was all about getting dressed up and having fun with people that I don't get to see all the time because I live in London. Um, So I actually really celebrated my age. I had my family, my friends there, people that I'd known from my um my, my, my schooling and, and life in you know my hometown in the middle of Australia right through uh, from boarding school to university and then also people that I'd met in London as well and travelling. So it was a pretty amazing experience and it was kind of, um, you know, great friendship and I kind of celebrated my, my wisdom and experience that came with that. I love that. I love that. Well, I hope you're planning on a repeat for 50 and I get an invite, right? Yes, yeah, sure. um, Unfortunately, Sally and I didn't know each other when she turned 40. So I'm looking forward to you turning 50 and me getting in on a little bit of this action, right? It was a good party. Yeah. So do you feel like you always had that perspective on getting older or do you think it evolved over time? Um, I've, I've always been actually quite okay with aging, but I'm going to be really honest that, you know, my recent birthday at 46 was probably my, my uh, toughest and it's, and it's really morbid about the changes in myself, um, and Mm. my actual body. So I'm obviously reaching the age where, you know, I'm starting, you know, very much to have perimenopausal symptoms Mm -hmm. and, I'm completely okay to talk about that. And I actually talk about it with, you know, I've talked about it at work. I've talked about it with friends. I've talked about it with my mum, my sisters. Um, and I've really chosen to be quite open about it because I'm kind of seeking every type of kind of herbal remedies you can think about. I'm getting advice from doctors. So I'm not going to suffer in silence about it. I'm, I plan to re- use all the available resources for me. Um, and I'm putting myself a little bit higher on the to-do list than I have in the past. So perhaps that's maybe how my perspective has changed is that I'm, I'm really kind of, I suppose, prioritizing my health at this point. Wow. And I love that because to be honest, that's one of the grown woman tenets, right? Is that it's okay to make yourself a priority. It's okay to decide deliberately how you spend your time and to make yourself a priority. So I think that that's phenomenal. And I also think that, you know, we need to remove the taboo around having conversations, right? Like there's, there's no problem with talking about having diabetes or high blood pressure or any other kind of change, right? And menopause isn't a disease, but if we can talk about those things, why shouldn't we be able to talk about something that is just a natural course of life, right? I've been perimenopausal for quite some time. I had a hysterectomy before I turned 40. And, you know, it, it was really interesting. And I was blessed to have had four children before that. But I know a lot of women kind of go through that um morning of what they feel like is a morning of their womanhood. I get to tell you, maybe I'm just nuts. Maybe I had too much babies. I thought it was the best thing ever. Right. Um, so does part of that come from like, are you concerned about the body changes or are you kind of feeling that, that morning that some women do about your, your, your womanhood as well? Um, it's probably a bit of both. Um, it's definitely about my body changes, you know, even my, just my skin starting to feel a little bit different I've noticed. And I'm, you know, I'm a person that really overly moisturizes my body. So, you know, I'm, I'm just noticing things like that. I, 
um, I'm definitely, it, it, it's really kind of in my body that I'm feeling it more. Yeah. And I, you know, yeah. I had my, my first hot flush in public. Um, and, uh, I mean, literally I was melting down in Harrods. Um, and uh, I, I, I had to get out there. I had to get out the doors into the cold air. I mean, that was my first time. And I, I actually said to the woman, I have to, you have to kind of wrap this up, this present, because I have to get out of here now. I'm having a hot flush. I was really kind of upfront and honest with her. Uh, so it's um it, it's kind of just the symptoms that just the, the every kind of now and then I notice it and uh, it's definitely been an adjustment I have to say yeah but yeah I'm, I'm doing things about it and I'm taking yeah. a very proactive approach that's awesome so you're leading the way for us so here's here is the final question in getting to know all about you right what's your superpower I don't know if I have a superpower, but I do have a brilliant memory. Oh. So I think that's a bit of a superpower. I do think it's a bit of a superpower. Like, I I, I got to tell you, I would pay for it to have a brilliant memory. I don't, which is why you always see me taking notes, but I do not have a brilliant memory. So I think that's a superpower. Pretty cool. So, so let's take a bit of a pivot and let's talk a little bit about career, right? Um, I, I know what you do for a living, but for our audience's sake, how would you describe it? It's much more than a title. So please, you know, how would you describe what you do for a living? Well, I, I work in talent acquisition. And for me, how I perceive it is kind of taking business strategy and ultimately developing it into a talent strategy. Uh, uh, bringing in people into the organization uh, to deliver results, uh, talent results, let's call it, that ultimately deliver business results. So there's a whole lot more to do with it. But for me, it's it's very much um, business strategy, business results driven. Uh, and it's about the people who support that. I, great. That is awesome. Can you tell people um, and it's always interesting to think about how what path people took to get to where they are. So you can you talk to our audience a little bit about your career path? Yes, certainly. I, I mean, I have to say I um, I fell into recruitment, actually, and um, I, I I went straight from boarding school uh, to university. And I, I'm going to say I unfortunately didn't apply myself very well at university. Uh, I, I had a great time, though. Um, I was going to say, but you told us you were all about joy and fun. So yeah. you know what? I did have a really good time, made some fantastic friends. Uh, and I came out. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with life. So I, um, I've, ended, I've only actually worked for four companies, though, and I fell into recruitment. And um, I kind of worked my way up in, in kind of all the organizations I worked in. And my current organization I worked in, I will work in, I've, I've worked there for 17 years. So I was really fortunate um, at my firm to have an incredible manager that was a real sponsor for me. And um, he, you know, he worked out really early um, what I did well. Uh, and he really harnessed that. And my salary rose under him without asking. You know, I was promoted to kind of newly created position titles without asking. So it was it was really fantastic, and it was a really great honor to kind of work with him. And then he actually transferred internationally um, uh, back to actually Australia. He was Australian himself, living in London at the time. And I had a number of different directors. And actually, my career stalled after he left the organization. Oh, sorry, left the left London. 
because I I recognised that he was perhaps the one that really kind of helped steer me. Uh, and um, probably this is one of my big lessons that I learned is that I, I never really had to ask. He kind of always kind of promote, promoted me, prompted me, pushed me in the right direction. And losing that sponsor was actually quite tough. And I kind of circled around, um, you know, and, and really kind of languished at that kind of corporate title of what was called at the time account director. And it took me a really long time to kind of move into the director role. Um, and it was only when I really started pushing for it and asking for it um, that uh, I was actually promoted. Um, so it kind of just shows you even, you know, when you are mature, you, you, you always have to ask, I think. And that was a, a real kind of uh, light bulb moment for me. You know what? And I'm so glad you said that because I have a belief. A lot of times people look for other people to own their careers. You know, I'm looking for you to do this for me, but I have a core belief that we have to own our own careers and, and we have to be our own best advocates. And I think women especially struggle with that, right? Mm, definitely. Absolutely. That was a real shock to me. I can't believe I had never really pushed the agenda. He'd always pushed it for me. And then after he left, I really had to learn to push it myself. And uh, that was um, that was a big moment for me. Yeah, yeah. So you said when you came out of university, you weren't sure what you wanted to be. But was there something that you wanted to be when you were a little girl? Like, you know, what did you picture yourself being when you grew up? I wanted to be in advertising and be an account director, which I is I think a really random thing for a young person to think about. But um, maybe it was on a movie once. I just thought it was a glamorous career, and uh, and interestingly, I do believe that the skills I use today would have been very similar to a role as an account director in an advertising firm. Uh, but one of the really cool things I did when I was quite young, um, you know, out of university in my first job. 18 months in, I actually um, did a quiz uh, of this book called What Colour is My Parachute? Oh, and yes. Oh, yeah. yes. And, um, and, and, and interestingly, one of the things that said would be a great career choice for me was recruitment. And that's when not long after that I accidentally fell into recruitment. I actually thought I was going for a different job interview and it ended up being a recruitment account manager. So, yeah, so that's actually how I got into recruitment. Wow. Wow. Well, I love that. And for those of us, those, for the listeners who aren't familiar with the recruiting industry, um, Sally and I can both tell you almost no one dreams of growing up and being a recruiter. Everybody always falls into it. And so it just always fascinates me the many routes that people take to recruiting, right? Um, it's, it's never a straight shot, is it? It, it isn't. <laughs> you, don't, you definitely don't grow up dreaming of it. But actually, it's been an incredible career for me. And I've worked with some of the most dynamic, interesting, challenging people that uh, you could ever imagine and who are actually, I think, very similar to myself as well. Similar yeah. values. A absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about... Uh, family, right? And I believe family comes in many shapes or forms, right? I don't believe that there's one view of what family should look like. So give us a picture of the makeup of your family. Well, I'm dating and I don't have any children uh, and my family live in Australia. Uh, so uh, I'm a really true believer in a modern relationship and uh, my modern relationships actually come with what I call my kind of 
urban family in London. Um, they're really my rocks. I am theirs. I'm really involved in their children's lives, um, if they do have children. Um, and my my kind of I, I kind of my take on family is that you it can be come in many shapes and sizes and it can be absolutely modern in this day and age. So for me, I have a very modern family. I love that. And I love the urban family piece too. Is there any particular way you choose or have a favorite way um, that you choose to spend time with your modern urban family? Uh, well, I, I, I definitely have to say, um, you know, they're, they're all really fun. Uh, and no surprise. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I definitely lean on them, I think, for, for different things. Um, you know, of course, being a, a, a single 46 year old woman, I have my uh, my you know gorgeous gay mates who are super fun. So they're definitely people that I will go to to kind of. Uh, have you know a night out with lots of energy they're incredibly funny um, I sometimes go over to kind of friends places um, when you know it's for Sunday roast with their family so I really kind of mix it up I have a wide circle of friends um, and I, you know I make sure that I, I spend time with all these people uh, because it I, I really do get a lot from my urban family and the relationships I have with them yeah I think we all could 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 benefit from just making deliberate decisions to spend a lot of time with our family, right? Yeah, exactly. Do you have a big, hairy, audacious dream for your future? So uh, I tend to be more of a short, medium-term goal person. I love the idea of dreaming big, but I have to say it probably doesn't come naturally to me. I tend to think um, towards the end of a year or, mm-hmm. and I think maybe it's because I was a recruiter for so long. Um, you know, they're always kind of, you know, short-term goal orientated at times. Mm-hmm. So, and I also tend to be someone perhaps who kind of gravitates to immediate um, gratification as well. So, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not the kind of dream big. However, my dreams this year is to definitely improve my work-life balance at work, which I've talked about. Um, I definitely want to improve my kind of general mobility with kind of yoga and Pilates. Obviously, you know, aging is something that I, I, I want to try and stem where I can when it, when it starts mm-hmm. to kind of impact mobility. I want to be really happy in my personal life. Um, and I'm also kind of uh, doing a bit of work with a charity as well that actually supports employment rehabilitation of prisoners so that's been a kind of a real kind of new passion for me um but I'm really kind of throwing myself into that as well so I'm more of a goals to the end of the year at this point in time perfect perfect what's your guilty pleasure what's your favorite guilty pleasure all the gay men in my life (laughs) (laughs) I love it I love it I love it I love it god they are fun they really (laughs) are (laughs) <laughs> and you know they're so all I, ages 35 to 55 you know they're, oh. they're yeah so they're they're pretty amazing all of them oh I'm get, you're gonna have to share them with me maybe the next time <laughs> I'm there definitely uh, borrow them for a night Sally what can we do um to change the perception of aging in the mind of young girls do you think I just think being a strong role model is really important. I was so fortunate to grow up with these very strong women who were my father's sisters. You know, we used to call them the petticoat mafia. You know, they were strong women. Ah, I love it. Uh, 
you know, they, they were really kind of matriarchs. And I kind of like to see myself as a bit of a matriarch for my nieces um, and my friends' kids as well. Like I'm really invested in, in kind of seeing them grow into strong women. So I think any kind of uh, opportunity for you to interact with, you know, um, young girls is to, to try and have that positive impact and, and be a kind of a matriarch. Um, it, it really made an impact on me. Yeah. People watch what you do, not what you say. And I think that that's a perfect example of leading by the way you live your life, right? It's the biggest way to dispel a myth is to say, don't look at what the media says, look at me. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, I think it really has a, a powerful impact and I'm, you know, I often kind of mentor, you know, my, my nieces and I, and I really, um, look to try and, and, um, make a positive impact in some way on my, my friends' kids as well. So something that I really enjoy. Awesome. Love that. So talk to us a little bit about your passion and how it shows up in your career. I've really enjoyed working with female leaders um, and a lot of women in the organisation I've worked with individually or mentored have really progressed into leadership roles. So that's been something that has, has kind of really um, risen as a really true passion for me. Um, you know, I've made a lot of mistakes in managing people, but I've learned from them as well. Um, so kind of, you know, self-reflection and self-awareness is a bit of a mantra. Um, but I, I really quickly managing that, uh, re- recognise that managing people is a skill um, and everyone needs to be managed differently and I've had to adapt my style accordingly and I, I definitely want to share that with others. So that's kind of how it's presented in my career. I think great leadership does take some practice, right? And yeah, it, definitely. It, it is by, it's by making those mistakes that we learn. And it's about, again, having the self-awareness to let the people who we're, who we're guiding teach us how to be better leaders too, right? Exactly. I love that. I love that. So how can the audience connect with you on social media, Sally? Probably LinkedIn is the best way to catch me, actually. Um, so find me on LinkedIn. Please do connect. We'll make sure that your LinkedIn um, profile is connected to the show notes. I do believe that bold, brilliant, badass women practice gratitude. So as we close out today, I always like to close out with something that we're grateful for. I'm grateful for you. What, what's on your, your, the things that you're most grateful for list right now? Well, I'm super grateful for my own beautiful family in Australia. And I'm incredibly grateful to my urban family in London. I love that. Thank you so much for joining the Grown Woman podcast. And guys, I know you've learned a ton from this passionate woman. And you know what? I can't wait to have you come back and talk with us, share some new insights with us. (laughs) Absolutely. Look forward to it. Ladies, if you're interested in connecting with Sally Martin directly, we've included her LinkedIn profile in the show notes. And if you're interested in either careers in the recruiting industry, or if you're an industry leader that's looking to make some substantial changes to your talent acquisition function, please check out Resource Solutions at resourcesolutions.com or connect with the Resource Solutions company page on LinkedIn or follow Resource Solutions on Twitter. All of the information will be included in the show notes. 
Thank you so much for joining the Grown Woman Life podcast. Make sure to connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. The links are below in the show notes. I'm Rocky Howard, and I sincerely appreciate the gift of your time. Go live boldly, show your brilliance, and be a badass.